Hey gals and guys, it's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on relationships. Let's do this. Today, I am excited to introduce you to my lovely wife. Kylie Larson is a pastor, a writer, a poet, and just a really good mentor and friend. She is one of the funniest people I know and one of the wisest people I know. If you could use a little of that in your life, check her out on Twitter at Kylie underscore Larson. And she has a blog. The address is boomeranggrace.blogspot.com. We're going to get right into it and then I'm going to gush on her at the end. So here we go. Hello, this is your host's wife, Kylie Larson. I'm coming to this podcast today with my usual mix of bravery and fear, gratefulness and begrudgingness. I'm a person who carries around a lot of contradictions inside at all times, so I'm always prepared for anything. Kind of like women who have purses full of sunscreen and multiple umbrellas, but feelings. So now that you know a little bit about me. My husband, at the point I'm recording this, has released 39 episodes of this podcast. He asked me at the very beginning to do a guest episode, and he's asked a few times since, but he quit asking because I would sort of act vaguely interested but never do anything about it. Never doing anything about it doesn't make much sense because I love Phil, I love this project, and really I love talking. So I made myself sit down today and asked, what's the deal? This just doesn't match up. I'm not one for math or math analogies, but it was clear that I have been ignoring part of this equation. It was in the asking of this question that I discovered the first thing I should talk about if I were ever going to start. What I could tell you that might be helpful as I join you in this movement toward wholeness and new narratives. How I would like to start is to just be really honest about this. When someone you love starts moving toward wholeness and new narratives, it can be very, very complicated for you and you might find a lot of resistance in yourself. I was struggling the other day about our marriage. I couldn't really understand why I was feeling the way I was feeling, but I felt lonely and mad and sort of panicky. I tried to be objective and think about what was going on with Phil and what was going on with me. On my What's Going On With Phil list, I was able to say all these incredible goals that he's reaching. I gave him a lot of stars. I thought, wow, he is doing so well. When I look at all of this, I just see how brave he's being and how more and more he's becoming himself, using his voice, taking risks, and doing really hard, good, creative work. I looked at my list, and I couldn't give myself as many stars. I felt a little stuck, and suddenly I tuned into a ton of resentment that had been playing in the background for quite a few weeks. For some reason, I zeroed in on Phil's new habit of running And in this angry voice just rose up from my soul like, if he thinks I am going to start running now, he can forget it. Here's the truth. Phil and I are in a relationship. And to be in a relationship, you sort of make this agreement to be affected by each other. It's like a dance. You step this way, I step that way, you do this, then I do that. And so we get into these comfortable patterns after a while, and the patterns may actually be less than ideal, but at least we know them. We know what to expect, and we feel safe. We might even complain about them, beg our partners to change. But when they do start changing, guess what? We have to, too. 
Usually in relationships, if something isn't working on a consistent basis, it's probably because on some deeper level it is working. Like if Phil doesn't work on becoming whole himself, I can be irritated on one level. Like, come on, be all you can be. But on another level, it's sort of like, whew, nice. I can stay on the couch. I can keep focusing on him and all that I think is wrong with him. When he works toward wellness, what's left for me to do but get more well myself? This is a little terrifying. It would be easy to fall into a shame pit after seeing this resentment in myself. But that's not what I'm choosing today. Today, I'm reaching into my purse of many feelings. I'm going to leave shame alone in there, and I'm going to choose compassion. I'm going to say, hey, Kylie, it's okay. It feels off balance because it is off balance right now. New things, good things, feel weird for a while, too. I'm going to pick gratitude instead of resentment, because I have a spouse who is incredible, who challenges me and is interesting and just, well, you know him. He's great. And I'm going to choose love. Because love lets me cheer both of us on, and it's always going to leave us in a better place than it found us. One of the things I'm often told when someone meets my wife, they go, man, Phil, you really married up. And oftentimes I, or at least early on, I, you know, I agreed. But Kylie's the kind of person that would hear that and go, okay, then did I marry down? What we've come to see is that we're better people because of each other, that we have both grown in all the ways of our lives. She is a person who is a healthy relationship for me, and I am for her. And when that happens, it is a mutual marrying up. As one partner in a relationship may grow and become healthier, it's easy for you to get stuck there and compare yourself and go, well, I'm sorry, I'm not in the same place you are. And in a way, feel almost left behind. But there is a selfless love in asking the question, can their growth help me grow? And then to also trust in the things that you are learning about and contribute to their growth as well. Then we become more whole people together. We are growing in ways that we could not have grown by ourselves. And we need each other to be stretched and challenged in ways that we didn't really know we needed it. That's the beautiful thing about relationship. You get another perspective that is really unconditional. The healthiest of relationships allow for grace as well as growth. Because the truth is, I'm not always growing and I will take steps back. And someone who knows me well enough and loves me anyway can point out the ways in which I can be challenged to grow. I'm thankful for the voice that Kylie is in my life. And it turns out she's thankful for mine. And if all goes according to plan, this is till death do us part. This last week, my wife officiated a wedding, and I was reminded of that promise. It's no small promise to be in relationship, especially in marriage. It is a commitment through thick and thin to give and to take and to give some more. Thanks for joining today. I'm excited to continue to hear how this podcast is working for you. And at the end of every episode, we, we focus on ourselves. We begin to tell us some new narratives. And as we shoot for relationships that tell us challenging but loving things that grow us, there have been also relationships that have held us back, that have told us hurtful and painful things. And the way we combat those is by introducing new narratives, narratives that tell a different story, a hopeful story. And we do this by looking at a reflection of ourselves in a mirror. And when you have that today, will you say this to yourself? 
I am worthy of healthy and challenging relationships because I am worthy of growth. And I am reminded in my running experience that good things for you are rarely easy. If people want the easy way out, sometimes the defense mechanism is just to cut people off, especially in relationships. If this relationship isn't abusive and you aren't being taken advantage of, move forward and seek for that love that is there. Seek to be challenged and pushed to become better. Stay in it. Be present. Show up physically as well as emotionally. And you can do it. It starts with you. you.